Hey everybody, it's Thursday night and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast. I'm your host, Jake. And I'm Riff. And I'm your third co-host, Hot Stuff. How's it going, fellas? Oh, All right. Pretty good. What are you up to this evening? Talking weird? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Keep it up, guys. Why don't you have a conversation between the two of you? I'll sit here and listen. What? Hey, Riff. <laughs> Hi. How How's you, tricks? How are you doing? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Visit the doctor yet? Is it the doctor yet? Oh, I have visit. A, oh, visit. visit. <laughs> How did you? Uh, so that that uh, I I posted a uh, a puzzle, <laughs> sort of. Yeah. In response to Hot Stuff's puzzle, and and uh, you had some good answers. Although I'm a little curious about Hump Wolf. <laughs> uh. Well, I you you did not stick to hump. His answer end. his answer had a puzzle. Yeah, I in I it. made a puzzle. Oh, you made a new puzzle. Okay. I'll have to go back and look again. Yeah. Yeah. My submissions were just hump whistle and humpkerchief. Yeah, that was pretty good. Oh <laughs> uh, man. I was like the first thing I saw when I woke up was your hilarious <laughs> counter puzzle. And it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Oh man. Uh guys. Kingdom of Loathing. We've been kind of working on a challenge path, sort of. I spent today working on West of Loathing. I yes. drew so many tumbleweed fragments. Tumble, <laughs> tumble wad, wad. So those are going to be particles. Uh, well, yes. Ooh, like do you get to blow up a tumbleweed? Yeah, all the title screen, all the title <laughs> screen stuff. Yeah, you can shoot it and it just explodes. It already happens. Nice. You, you guys need to. I need to get you guys set up with the build. Get. Hot Stuff and Riff have never even played West of Loathing. That's, That's true. true. Just in, in our minds and in our hearts. Oh, well, good. I hope the version of it in your minds and hearts is something like the version of it that is in our, our Unity project. <laughs> I hope there is unity between those two things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, not much has happened. I finished with the post-apocalypse. Yeah. Postacalypse. The postacalypse. Do you think postapocalypse is better than postacalypse? I think post Post-apocalypse. Yeah, pretty. Because you wouldn't funny. say pasta. Yeah, because it sounds like well, post-apocalypse. Hostuff yeah. would. Hostuff. <laughs> I lost my T's. Um, well, do you guys want to answer some questions? Sure. Sure. Okay. Yo Jimbo's Law says, no serious business questions, just a feature request and some comments on recent changes. Speaking as someone who frequently does impromptu runs on accounts that aren't mine, it'd be really cool to be able to import things like chat macros, settings, non-combat action bars, and combat action bars natively. Uh, similarly, I'd love a setting for storing multiple top menu setups like you can with combat action bars. Yeah, we are talking about uh, adding, that as a adding the ability to just export your settings and import your settings. As um, like a text file or something? Yeah, just like... A thing in the options menu that you can look at that's like, this is what your top menu currently looks like, and just maybe just let you edit the JSON. Because hmm. that f- would definitely let people publish cool crazy shit settings yeah. that they have. Yeah, I think it would be cool for them. Unrelatedly, thanks for finally removing high main from hardcore, effectively. They, they were a really oppressive influence on plans for bleeding edge runs and generally forced you to play a mysticality class if you wanted to break a day count barrier. Now that they're gone, I think you'll see a lot more class diversity in hardcore speed runs or a bunch of seal clubbers. Thanks again. <laughs> XOXO Slaw. No, I mean, I hope so. I, I like I that seems Saucers to be a thing that did not still upset dominate that everything. many people. You what? Saucers are not going to still just dominate everything. Sream. Saucers rule everything around me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, let's see. Saucers Scr- can rule. Scream, yeah, there yeah. you go. Saucers, saucers. Completely uh, rule. Yeah, completely rule everything around me. Yeah. There you go. Uh, don't do that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> P.S. Sorry if my joke about the deck only mattering for tower keys didn't come off as a joke. It does lots of other absurdly good things for speedsters, too, as I'm sure you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I know. I was I was just making fun of the category of people that you represent, not you specifically, Yojimbo. Uh, MPS, which came first, Ed or the Legends of the Times of Old? I don't know. Did we? You. Mm. There, there's a thread where they're talking about all the disparate things that we've written about them. Clancy was aware of him, so he's pre-Boris. Clancy talked about him as though he was old. Oh. Did you, you write you Ed as having... Um, yeah, did you write Ed as having known Crack Rocks? I kind of left it open as to whether the guy that Ed knew was actually Crack Rocks or possibly just like an ancestor or just alternate timeline or whatever version of the guy that Crack Rocks is, you know? 
Yeah. I mean, because Boris and Crackrox are kind of similar. Yeah, although I, I picture Boris as being fatter. Did, okay. <laughs> did Crackrox actually seek out the, the Emerald Ampersand or whatever in the oh, KOL universe? Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. Like, what was he doing in that jungle? Right. In the, uh, in the sandworm content. You know, the sandworm content. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was just trying to stop the virus cult, right? Hmm. Right. Right. Man. And that really? that that Comic Con choose your own adventure I wrote with him was set when when uh, Seaside Town was just like the initial settlement on the edge of the jungle, the jungle that is now the plains. The, yeah, the jungle that is now everything else. Probably the desert yeah, still existed then, or already was Seaside existed. Town there in the times of old? I I don't really have a firm idea of when exactly that is we when, never really wrote it down when were the pork elves they were way before everything yeah but okay. was crack rocks was crack rocks at the same time as the pork elves yeah i think that or at least at least the um that choose your own adventure has a port has pork elves in it so i feel like that was before they left okay uh imps ocrs was fun F-I-M-P-S, as are arithm uh, arithmetic progressions of letters. Thanks, Eugenio's Law. Uh, Solve Omnis writes, guess what Solve Omnis starts with, Riff? Uh, I've, I sh I've forgotten which order the lines come in now. Is it love, under law, love, love, will, will? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty close. That's love, under less. law, love, will, will. Uh, well, well, that's well. how it ends. Okay. The new level of impostas are cool, but we really need the penguin in the Copperhead Club's drum of Tommy ammo to eventually be craftable into Godfather Alfredo. <laughs> hmm. uh, do what wilt, wilt, love wilt, law wilt, whole law. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shamu says, how difficult is it to make content that presents a challenge when anything goes, like clan dungeons and the sea? Is it different when it's single player or cooperative, like the previous two examples? And a silly question, was Sneaky Pete born at that 70s volcano, or was it not cool enough for him? Wow, it's not cool enough. He was way older than it, right? I feel like Sneaky Pete was from way before the 70s. What t Tangent, what did you think of the uh, Pixar short before Inside Out? <laughs> Oh, with the volcano? It was yeah. cute. It's a little... It was just, it was just like a little musical yeah. number. You going to give any context at all or just talk to Did you to not see it? No. You've I, not seen Inside Out yet? No. Oh, I thought you had. I'm so confused. Okay, never mind. I thought you had seen it. I thought that was something all three of us could share. Uh, then never mind. Gosh, now I feel left out. Well, I thought you'd seen the movie. You guys went on date without me. You guys went on date. <laughs> we did go That's on what date. You started you you brought about this new era of language where you leave words out sentences. That's yeah. right. We went killing a pig. <laughs> yep. Shamu wrote, oh, right, yeah. Uh, the challenge, making content that's a challenge when anything goes. It is really tricky, actually. Uh, and we generally have to just say, what. well, to a certain class of people, this is just going to be trivial. You know, we have ways to pretty reliably, like, at least make a fight against a monster last a few rounds. We have ways Sometimes, to, like, yeah. make sure that it kills you if you don't kill it within a few rounds. I mean, we can do a lot of stuff that's we real have ways fakey. Of talk. Um, you know, a lot of the more broken things we can get rid of by, like, not letting you use combat items. But even that, like, more of those things are kind of being done with skills because combat you know, it's not really ever supposed to have been all that hard and it's not supposed to be all that hard now. It's more of a, just a, like a, the kind of optimization puzzle of making sure that you're strong enough to just win this fight once you get into it, as opposed to figuring out what to do in a fight, because there's only so much that you can do with a limited set of mechanics. I mean, the, you know, the clan dungeon bosses are really no more multiplayer than C bosses or any other bosses, right? Like, cause only one person can fight the boss at a time. So, that's really the same problem. We've talked about having sort of multiplayer boss fights, but the logistics are really gross. Yeah, I mean, it's not, you know, some of the stuff that we've done where it's like, you know, imagine like a 
the guy with eight dicks and eight players get into a fight with an individual monster that's like dick number one dick number two and then it's like well dick number one looks like it's about to pee on you so then somebody has to do something against the bladder uh, that stops (laughs) you know whatever like and other because and then if you advance around a combat without them having done that then you get yellow raid Uh, right (laughs) of course yeah but you know that is that's like fun with quotes around it in the same way that like the gremlins are fun where you have to like pay a lot of really close attention to the combat messages and react accordingly i mean that might actually be more interesting in that you're like coordinating multiple people and there are you know especially if there's like something at stake like getting this fight perfect means you get a cool reward or whatever as opposed to like i just have to get this shit from these gremlins to finish my run um but, you know, we just haven't done it. Like, clan dungeons are so much work that we don't really do them all that often. I need to... I need to get inspired again. I need to... I need to go on a little weekend getaway and just me and a cup of coffee and not allowing myself to pee until I finish designing a <laughs> clan dungeon. <laughs> that is why the second half of most clan dungeons tend to be about peeing. Um, like this eight dicks fight. Like, oh God. Got a pee so bad, I wish I had eight dicks. That's what I said. And I have to poop so bad, I wish I hadn't ate so many dicks. <laughs> because... <sighs> Sular the second says... Actually, wait. I need to mark this question red before that. Sular the second says, What if instead of item description showing up when you mouse over the item icon, they showed up just like in that window when you click the item icon instead of the pop-up? Maybe as an option? And then clicking the icon again could close it. Yeah, no, I really do want to change that because i feel like the way that it was implemented caused a lot of people to just immediately turn it off um Hmm. i don't know how new people are gonna feel about it and that's probably fine but just having the option like pop up in a new window pop up at the top of the chat pane i don't know if the chat pane is really wide enough for item descriptions but like that's sort of your problem if you tell it to go there and then you don't make that frame (laughs) wide enough so you know, or just have the pop-up happen, have the have the little preview happen, like in the top right corner of the inventory page, like somewhere that is likely to be out of your way, or just in a corner that's furthest away from the mouse. Because what happens is, like, it covers a bunch of stuff up if you're mousing around in the inventory while you're scanning stuff, and then you have to like mouse out of the window entirely, and then sometimes the thing doesn't go away, which is kind of lame. Web browsers are awesome. Yeah, and I mean. You know, there's only so much you can do to the UI of a thing that is as old and, like, soaked with legacy features. I wonder what would happen if you just let a modern interface designer loose on KOL. Like, just from Mm. the ground up. Like, like, don't let them change anything about the gameplay, but... Just like here, figure out to, like how to how make this structure as user friendly as possible. Yeah, I worry that they would not be able to do the job without needing to change things that people would consider to be changes to the gameplay. Oh, right? that's possible. I mean, you know, there are a lot of things that you can do with goofy old interfaces now that people would want to be able to continue to do yeah the 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 revamp would just be an option yeah so you wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't take anything away from anybody i guess you know i don't love the idea of having to support more systems giant forward but you know it's getting close to the point if it's not already at the point where like the overwhelming majority of the stuff that we're gonna do to this game is just making more content of the same kind of content that we've been making Mm. you know so there's not you know like and we've really standardized a lot more stuff over time and so you know maybe it wouldn't be you know like the iconic top menu that has not required a lot of support because we have not added like fundamental features right we basically already had everything that that menu was going to need to be able to do right and you know a few months of miscellaneous bug fixing here and there when reports came in and you know now it's pretty nice um, Luxinder says, at least according to the wiki, there's a mysterious gap in outfit numbers between the Spelunkers gear and outfits from Dinzyland. Did a spindle advance accidentally, or are, are, uh, are there really six undiscovered outfits? If the latter, is it a coincidence <laughs> that there's also six classes? You know, it is a coincidence. Uh, <laughs> but there are six. There are six. They're gaps. not undiscovered outfits. They're just, I have, uh, 
I have themed and spindled uh, three more years worth of standard gear sets, and those are the outfits that I spindled for those. Um, my goal was to get those done by the end of January so that then I just wouldn't have to worry about them, and that's, like, totally happening. Yeah. It's not really happening. Neremo says, would it be possible to get a Spendex PvP fights button? When I'm in Aftercore eating my PvP diet and equipping my PvP rollover gear, I get a crazy number of fights per day, and it takes forever to click, click, click until they are all spent. Pretty please? Spandex. Yeah, that's what I heard at first, too. Yeah, Spandex PvP fights. Oh, Spendex. Oh. I like that idea. I don't know how easy it would be. How would that just be against random opponents? So it would just resolve a bunch of stuff for you? Yeah. I mean, it would just, yeah, I think it could just, because I don't think anything permanent changes about you, so right? Your None of your decrement, your, your what? Your effects decrement from a fight to fight. That's true. Yeah. Basis. Okay. So that would have to, that'd be a thing you'd have to take into account, I guess. But nothing about a PVP fight changes what's going to happen in your next PVP fight, right? You might want to rematch against somebody that you lose against. Is that a thing you can do? I don't think that's a thing you can do. Aren't there occasionally tests that are based on, like, how how frequently you've stolen things, or... I feel like you, you, you would probably just have to serialize it, right? Like, it would... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Then, then if you do that, then it's just not going to matter, right? Like, yeah. things that change, change, and you just have to have enough turns of, of effects or whatever before you go into it, or else your last couple of fights are going to be worse or you're just making a you're, you know you're making a bad decision right yeah, i mean right. that's not like a thing the game needs to protect you from that is true like it, i guess it could warn you you only have four turns of you know raspberry feet like <laughs> are you sure you want to do this because it's not going to know which effects you care about no that's old that's from some oh that's a real thing <laughs> yeah, feet, i feet, totally the, can't even tell anymore <laughs> The yeah. foot, no, it's the foot rub, like the scented foot rub oil from oh, some right. grimoire okay. years ago. I just, that's one of the things that is not blocked out of being done to me, so I always have it. <laughs> uh, Stumps McGee says, thank you guys so much for this. And then he quotes, okay, now I'm ticked, Salad Ed. Look, Salad, salad it up. You've salad an arm off. Salad, holy salad is mine. You salad, never salad, salad the salad, mortal. Jeez, man, take salad pill. Ooh, salad pills. <laughs> That'd be great. Take a pill and then it just expands in your stomach. I was just like you burst out cell. laughing. <laughs> if you if you take uh, too many of them at once, yeah. Did you see that? There's a somebody sent. Uh, actually, several people sent me a picture of this. There is a shirt that they're selling from Comedy Bang Bang that just says "All joking, a salad." It's <laughs> a picture of a salad, which is pretty great. Uh, that is That's pretty a good, good shirt. Yeah. They they do a lot of a lot of their jokes are like pretending that somebody said something that sounded similar to the thing that they actually said <laughs> right. and then saying that a thousand times that's, until it's funny. That's like your yeah, humor. That's, yeah, that's up our alley. It really is, like words that sound like other words. But yeah, all, like somebody said all joking aside and then, you know, probably Scott Ackerman said, did you say all joking a salad? And then that just became a catchphrase. And now they sell a shirt, which, you know, if I was the kind of person that wore t-shirts anymore, <laughs> right. I'd probably buy that shirt. The new, uh, the new episode of Super Ego is out, by the way. It's really good. Yes, I listened to it, but I don't remember anything about it. Riff, have you ever figured out how to buy the things that they sell? Uh, I don't know that I've tried yet. I oh, want they, to buy them, really but I want them? to just listen to them. They have a bunch of episodes that are premium, yeah, but like I don't they, know that they there's make any way for me to... seasons of episodes purchase. I don't know if there's any way for me to buy them and then get them onto my telephone so that I can listen to them. I bet you, you could through now. Dropbox, get like the Dropbox app, and that would probably Yeah, but then it. you can't, when you're listening to a file in Dropbox, you can't like close, it's like trying to listen to something in a browser, like oh. you can't turn your, you, you can't, can't like the lock off. your yeah. phone and put it in your pocket, yeah, which I'm always like either pacing around on the roof smoking a cigar or walking to work hmm. when I want to listen to podcasts. Yeah, I don't, you, I'm not sure how you do that not using iTunes. If, yeah, if you just download them and mark them not as podcasts, you could load them as, like, songs. I, there is no way to take an MP3 and put it into your music library on your phone. Yeah, well, you didn't let me finish. <laughs> because you don't have any music synced to your phone as it is, syncing it to your to iTunes on 
your your new no, Mac. It, so syncing my phone to iTunes on my Mac would delete everything that's on my phone. No. No, it wouldn't. You're probably right, because I think the only music that's on my phone now is music that I've bought through iTunes, yeah. so it ought to know that I own that now. But yeah, still, You don't have you anything can, on there that it would delete. I am just I afraid think. of hooking my com- my phone up to a computer, because it will just delete all of my shit. Yeah, yeah that, I mean, there is that danger. You have the worst, like, luck slash history of interacting with devices, so I, I, I don't want to say, no, that would be, it would be <laughs> fine, or whatever, but like... Yeah. I bet if you did that, it would like, solve a lot of your problems. Have you messed around with finding a, a a Windows application that will let you file browse the iPhone and just find what directory it keeps MP3s in? Oh, uh uh-uh. Because I, I bet that would probably work. You know what else I could, I mean, what like I could maybe. do, and this is absurd, is I could do the thing that I did to get, like, when I, when I wanted to... Oh, listen God. to episodes yeah. of video games hot dog before they Publish were released i just had my own private idaho <laughs> uh I, I just set up an xml feed that and then there was just a podcast that only i knew about <laughs> that was just whatever files were in this directory really it was just like the most recent file that was in the directory is what it would shit out but i just quit doing that because it was kind of a hassle but that is a ridiculous workaround but it's a totally reasonable one yeah no it works i mean like i just i wish that you could just like put a file on a thing you know maybe i should start using android you could just you could just bite the bullet sync your phone to itunes now that you have like a decent Might copy well sync of it. it into a tar pit and then you'd be able to do whatever you want it would uh, work whatever i want could i leap over buildings yeah that's what, itunes there's a setting there's a setting for that i don't know that i why want would that you, I yeah why would you onto, want that onto, i could leap okay. onto a building yeah you just, guys don't ever want to get to the other side of a building I feel like it'd be easier and less like tense to just walk around it. Less tense? Yeah. You jump onto the top of it, and then if you jump down on the other side, like I would rather jump on top of it, run across the roof, and then jump down, than jump over the whole thing. I think I would be afraid to jump down that far. Because after a certain point, you're just falling. (laughs) I I would argue after the apex of your jump, really. Yeah. Yeah. Like half the time, you're <laughs> just falling. I believe, though, that when, when you are able to leap over tall buildings in a single bound, that it is assumed that you do not die at the end of Probably a, not, leap. but, I mean, presumably, you yeah, you don't die, dying, yeah. but I feel like it would still be scary. Yeah, because, I mean, I feel like a guy standing on a bomb is able to leap over buildings <laughs> if, if it is not assumed that you have to survive the process, right? <laughs> You mean the the hoist by your own petard yeah, yeah. method of travel? Pudis man says, "Why is this game making me think it's predicted by a toddler? Why is this question making me think it was autocorrected? And what does that word mean in predicted that context?" Predicted by a toddler, predicated, predicated, maybe, maybe that's what they mean. I mean, it was. I uh, we were all toddlers yeah. prior to this. Rainbow Sparkle says, it's been alleged that your game misrepresents the difference in difficulty between making a pasta sauce from scratch and combining said sauce with some noodles. How do you respond? (laughs) (laughs) That's that's an interesting allegation. Someone should write that uh, that up formally and uh, present it as a case. John Diaz writes, are you ever planning to do another slot familiar again? Like the disembodied hand, which is a familiar that can equip weapons, or the scarecrow, which is a uh, familiar which can equip pants or the hat rack which is a weapon that can equip hats it's a familiar that can equip hats i was so tempted familiar to make a familiar that, that slots the, yeah i was tempted to make a familiar that could equip other familiars mm. really mm-hmm. you were you were tempted to propose that yep okay um because it would just it would it would just be the regular it would just be the function of the regular familiar. It would just the, the regular from the, the form familiar would just act, but then you would also get this other bonus. So it would just be strictly optimal. And then it would have some sort of flavor thing that it would do. Oh, I see. Right. So like, it's a little, it's a little quato or a little, <laughs> yeah, a little master that goes on your familiar. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. What about a thing that did it like, uh, like the fake rubber hands where you can have a, a teetering stack of as many familiars as you want, but only the oh, one yeah, on top ten dollars each. <laughs> yeah. We should start selling uh, 
Ritz crackers for one Uncle Buck, <laughs> and you can combine them arbitrarily high, and they get more and more delicious the more of them you stack because everything tastes better when it's sitting on a Ritz. So, therefore, the most delicious thing is the thing on top of an infinitely tall stack of Ritz. Yeah. Or a stack of Ritz that is large enough that you can curl it around into a circle without harming the integrity of the stack. Whoa, then you just get like a like an infinite deliciousness circuit? Yeah. At least <laughs> wow. for the first bite, I guess. I don't know. Would you say that all of the parts of like a wedding ring are on top of each other? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you're looking at... So we're talking like an, an orbital ring of Ritz, right? And... Mm. If you're looking at it, that none of them is on top of any of the others. So is, is a sideways stack not a stack? <laughs> well, I don't think so. Right. Well, it's not. It's not like anything tastes better when it's adjacent, adjacent to a Ritz, to a Ritz. right? <laughs> it's it's when it's sitting on. Okay. Okay. And I think sitting on implies that gravity okay. is holding it to it. So, so I guess the ring of Ritz part of only half of them would be <laughs> the ones we're, that are falling <laughs> after the apex are no longer. We're, we're determining some like fundamental truths about the universe here. This is some. Uh, this is some. Armchair physics, guys. You could do two Ritz pillars and then a Ritz keystone in the middle. <laughs> but that you could just... Okay, it, it, yes. You could... So the Ritz pyramid, <laughs> fundamentally superior to the Ritz tower. Oh, huh, yeah. Because, oh. I mean, if it's sitting on multiple Ritzes... Ritzes eh, yeah. I mean, I think it's... I don't know that it's fundamentally superior... It's, it's well, more especially you get sound. like do you get multiplicative? Yeah, I'm, okay, you're right. It's, okay, wait. So, so like a gas giant, but made out of Ritz. So, like, there's so it's are they compressed. still Ritz anymore? Well, they've compressed so much that it's like a Ritz giant, <laughs> a Ritz so giant. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was gonna. I was going to post this tweet the other day, but then I decided that I didn't want to just make some dumb stoner joke in a tweet. I was just going to, because I described this store to Roy where we might be able to get something. But I said, although, as far as I know, it's only open when I'm stoned and all they sell is candy. (laughs) Which I think is pretty funny. There's a store in my neighborhood that's only open when I'm stoned and all they sell is candy. Isn't that weird? (laughs) I think that's a pretty funny tweet. But it's a funny tweet for somebody else to make, not sure. me. I don't want that on my record. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys doing with your lives, says the prancing pinata. Nothing? Why don't you make some stinky surprise eggs and so forth to compliment the spooky surprise egg? Boy, I have a hard time imagining anybody getting all that excited about another series of tiny plastic items. Really? There's a lot of them out there. There really are. I don't know. I mean, we haven't done any, like, just weird passels of collectible items in a really long time. Yeah. But they're, they always struck me as being really lame because they're just like real shitty accessories, you know? Yeah. As individual items, they're not that exciting, but as a, as a collectible, they are, right? So that's, people definitely do collect them. And yeah. I mean, I guess there's the trophy. And there's the, there's the joy of, of creating a collection of things that, that is a, a, a task that brings pleasure in and of itself. Gotta catch them all. Hugbert says, Hey gang, maybe 11 days late, but boy howdy, that pack of every card sure is nice. Thanks for making hardcore seem much less daunting. Are we going to be able to trade items from Ronin slash hardcore any soon? Anytime soon? Maybe on a Tuesday? Nah, I don't think so, man. <sighs> that whole thing is such a mess. Like, it's another thing. Like, the trade offer UI is awful. Hmm. That whole setup is awful. Like, there ought to just be a real-time thing where you can do it, right? But then you lose the asynchronousness with which you the can trade game, items now. Game functions so on. it's like, well, a way of improving that would just be to make another version of it that we also have to maintain. You know? I mean, we could just say, all right, trading now, you have to both be online to trade. I think people would be sad about that. I wonder how many people use that system anymore. You know, so, like, I am... I am really, really tempted to just shut down KWE because I think a single digit number of people interact with that system and it just sits there taking up resources, taking up space, being another script that, you know, doesn't necessarily look good or work very well with the mobile interface. It is another, it is an individual script with a bunch of stuff where there's a drop down with 5,000 items in it. Like, 
I kind of would be happier if it wasn't there. And that's a weird thing to think about, right? Because just removing content from the game. Yeah. I mean, because there's a bunch of writing in there and it's a, it's an activity that somebody might really enjoy. It's preserved in the wiki. It is a set of systems that no one ever really engaged with on a meaningful level, right? Nobody ever figured out how it worked. It wasn't really an interesting game because no one was playing it. Do, right, the do ability you have to, actual to, numbers to back that up? Do you like? Do you know that ha- like numbers about how many people are, yeah, are using it now? Yeah, I've been tracking it for a few months oh, to yeah. see to to be able to justify this. Yeah, to say like three people used this last week, and I, it's it's like fewer than ten times. Do those scripts even get run in a day? I feel like the product would be better without it there, but it is a really weird thing to justify hmm. that, right? Yeah, it, it's from the standpoint of. Like it's, it's, it's a weird and confusing thing that a newbie wouldn't encounter and be puzzled and confused by. I am seriously, I mean, I feel that way about almost everything in the casino, right? Like those zones are just newbie traps, right? They're just bad. And I mean, I know that I get mad when somebody describes other things as a newbie trap, but like they're newbie traps because they're not funny, (laughs) Is I guess my contention. I think the slot like, machines are kind of funny, but I'll I'll side with you on the rest of it. Yeah, you know we built that slot machine display tech, which is probably not even that cool <laughs> anymore. But for that one Christmas, right? Uh, and we intended to go back and put that in, and we and we also made that card game that you could play. Oh yeah, which was a thing. But doing that, you know, where you weren't like playing it for some weird fake currency against, you know, a, a fixed set of odds it has to be a different thing right if, if it's like a thing where you're like you're going to spend an adventure playing this then it kind of has to you kind of have to win hmm. overall yeah any individual adventure is not yeah. a big deal but yep i would the only other thing that i would argue is that you know the that those five or six people maybe they really do enjoy it Although I doubt that's probably true. Yeah, I don't know that it's five or six people who are regularly interacting with it. I think it is like five or six people a day stumble in there. Oh, I wonder what happens if I give a random item to one of these random people. Oh, nothing, I guess. It was just this weird delayed reaction system that nobody ever really figured out. Like, I don't think anyone ever really understood how any of that worked, right? Because you can just alter the odds of bets. Like, and, you know, Xenophobe spent all this time, like, figuring out how to simulate like paramutual betting but it's just it's confusing and it's presented in a confusing way and i i never like i didn't like having somebody else's art in there yeah that's a little weird you know there were a lot of things there were a lot of things that bugged me about that none of which were the writing none of which were the content you know but it just wasn't a very good thing and now it's just sitting there kind of sticking out nobody's playing with it and I would be happier if it was gone. And so I feel weird about, you know, I could definitely like somebody could say you shouldn't have removed that. And I would totally see their point because what was it hurting to be there? You could remove it as part of a world event. Yeah. And then there would be a narrative about why it's been removed. Oh, that's true. There's a casino murderer. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The entire casino gets swapped with a different one from another dimension that only has slot machines and 11 or whatever that game is called. Yeah. (laughs) The combination casino taco belt. Uh, F says, can we have sound alerts for custom triggers in chat? I would love to be alerted by sound when somebody says my name or the word pagophagia. Uh, what is that? What do you suppose pagophagia? What does P-A-G-O mean? It's somebody, it's eating something. Right. Pegs. Um, okay. Uh, that's, I think, grease monkey territory. I'd like a third party script. I don't want to put sound anywhere unless it's really funny. So like the sound of a salad or somebody making a salad or eating a salad. Somebody putting on a shirt with a salad printed on it. Uh, Southwest says, even though the trouser snake in the hole in the sky is beastly in nature, the hooded warrior is dudely and the junk is constructly. They're all classified as constellation type monsters. Unless I'm mistaken, there are more pixel monsters in the game than there are constellations. But pixel monsters are classified as beasts and bugs and constructs and elementals and dudes. Any chance the biologist of loathing might recognize a new phylum sprites for all these pixelated creatures? I do really like this idea, but 
it would be a big. They're called sprites. Yeah, it would be a big pain in the ass to add another phylum. Yeah. I could see getting rid of an existing phylum that is super underrepresented, but I don't know that there really are any that aren't somehow important. You know, maybe it wouldn't be that big of a deal to add a new phylum. And I mean, maybe we can just say like, I'm sorry, your item of the month from five years ago that gives you booze based on the phylum of the monster doesn't know about this one because it's old. And not have to go back and, like, make a new kind of... We could also... If it's... Depending on how many different things are. Like, if we're just making one phylum, it might not be that big a deal to go back and... I just don't know. I don't know how many things there are that interact with that system. Yeah. I mean, the DNA lab... There's that. There's... Do the pies... Are they based on phylum? No. Pies were before that. The cocktails from the happy medium are based on phylum. Okay. Or the small medium. Is it happy medium? I don't know. Small medium at large. (laughs) Yeah. It's a small medium, and then you... When you put it in the terrarium, it becomes a happy medium. That's I think so. Okay. Uh, let's see. Gordy says, Grease up the plus 15 sleaze damage buff from Spring Break Beach and Intimidating Mean, the plus 15 spooky damage buff from Conspiracy Island, have release combat skills which use up all the turns of the buff to do damage. Is there any particular reason Rotten Memories, the plus 15 stench damage buff from Dinzy, and Pyromania, the plus 15 hot damage buff from the Volcano, don't have the same function? I think I forgot... <laughs> Um, I didn't it I, I didn't set out to make all of those things equivalent across all the charters, right? But mm-hmm. it makes sense because that's like, oh well that's an, an idea that I don't have to have if I just <laughs> decide to make this like the other thing. The combat skills I think I've made different. They work in different ways. They're not just you know, because sometimes like I th- I feel like maybe the stench skill was like, oh, I already had a hot skill that does this. Um but, yeah, I don't know that I really want to retrofit that back in. I think it's fine for those to be different from one another. Also, release the Grish was <laughs> funny. Uh, let's see. Thrensa says, Evening, fellas. It's Saturday night, as far as you know, and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast question. In regards to the clan VIP pass, what if it shows up once a year for a month, regardless of a clan item coming out, but you decide the month randomly each year? This could really <laughs> cause some fun speculative trading. Prices would go up as the current year passes, but once you get into the next year, things could get, uh, could get interesting since it could come back down any month and bring prices back down to that of a Mr. A. It's financial Russian roulette. Fun for the whole family. Well, I mean, if if we do it in a month that the, the player base doesn't know about, it has to happen in January, right? say that again (laughs) it's the it's that old logic it's like if if the player base doesn't know about it and it's already november and it has to happen then they know that it's going to happen in december right but since they're not supposed to know about it clearly it can't happen in december so then then if they're in october they they know it must happen in november because it can't happen in december but then they would know that it was happening in november therefore it can't happen in november (laughs) and so on so it'll actually never happen or uh it's always happening it's in some sort of weird quantum flux dana o says is there a working keyword for slash cast psychokinetic hug are keywords for slash commands built or searched entirely automatically or is there a list of manually added aliases i mean that's just a skill but it's a buff right so there's some different syntax for slash cast when it's a buff i think maybe you have to do slash cast psychokinetic hug on target hmm but it should just work. Those should just be generated. There's not like a whitelist that we have to manually add skills to for slash cast. Azeno says, since you have to go through an entire ascension to get a to get a polyester or porcelain equipment, can the spleen gains from them be buffed to more match that of the guy made of bees? Maybe the pork powder be epic grade and the poly powder be awesome grade? No, because that's not their primary purpose. The powders? Yeah. Yeah, people just don't know that yet. Yeah. Um, although... For their sake of their primary purpose, it doesn't actually make any sense for the first set to have to it. have a purpose at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Well, so sorry for that weirdness. Ruby Eyes says, does your breakfast actually contain muesli enchanted or not? I don't think I've ever had anything that I would describe as muesli. Your cereal is kind of like muesli, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's like a granola thing. It's a lot of sugariness. 
great grains. Every time I buy it, though, uh, the the teller at the store says, this isn't this the best cereal? And I'm like, yes, it is. Yes, it is the best cereal. Every time you... Every time I buy it, any store, any time I buy it in a different store, I... I so it's like get... a special kind of cereal that only shopkeepers and you know about? Apparently. Shopkeepers. That's definitely what you refer to the person who checks you out at Safeway <laughs> yeah. as. Thank you, shopkeeper. She, I bought some eggs yesterday morning, and the woman behind the counter was like, eggs are scary, huh? I said, what? <laughs> and she was she was like, well, yeah, they're, they're so expensive because of this virus thing or whatever. And I'm like, oh, I have no idea. Like, what a, virus thing? I didn't notice that they were expensive. I don't fucking know how much eggs cost. Like, uh, And B, what? But, yeah, what is this virus thing? So I think that there was some, she said there was some sort of virus affecting factory farms in the East that was like geese shitting into the mouths of chickens as they flew overhead to <laughs> migrate was making the chickens sick. Um, you know what you call a sick chicken? A I, sicken. I don't know. Avian, deadly avian virus. Uh, and also they've apparently passed some kind of law in California that makes it so you can't factory farm chickens anymore. So it just made eggs more expensive. It almost doubled the cost of eggs overnight in California. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I usually just buy them at the store. I don't get them overnighted. <laughs> eggs overnight, which that's like, that's a good way. Like, how, how do you want your eggs overnight? Like, instead of yeah. over easy, it's like, I would like them sous vide for, for eight hours. Um, which is kind of like putting them in a bag and then putting the bag in the microwave. <laughs> oh, man. I would like, I want my eggs slowly poached in my neti pot so that I can eat them through my nose. <laughs> Stop. Oh. It's so good. It's so good. That would really, drinking eggs through your nose? That would really clean out. Yeah. Man, that would probably cause all kinds of health problems for you. <laughs> you get, like, chickens born in your... Yeah. ...out of your nose. Mr. Fluff and Stuff says, Dear guys, have you ever thought of the fact that KOL is one of the largest compendiums of original haikus? Pretty neat if you ask me, like a digital watch. Cheers, Mr. Fluff and Stuff. If you consider all of the haikus that people write in the haiku channel, it is surprising how active that channel is. I've been listening to it for a few months. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Like, we have all those archives somewhere, theoretically. I bet so many of them are no good. (laughs) But, uh... Mm. Elfin says, some years ago, I remember Jick tweeting about some artwork that he made with the caption, by the time this is released, everyone will have forgotten about it. It has a picture of a floor plan of a weird three-winged apartment, maybe? This might have been a dream I'm conflating with reality, but does any of that ring a bell? In any case, I have not forgotten about it. Yeah, no, that was real. That was a clan dungeon that I had intended to make, uh, that I started working on, you know, and actually did that artwork for when I was in New York in 2009. We had a really hard time coming up with, I was like, all right, well, the fundamental conceit of this clan dungeon is going to be this system of things. And then we just had a really hard time putting that system together. The idea was that it would be something where we could just keep adding small chunks of content to it over time that people could keep diving into and we couldn't even come up with the first handful of them yeah it was the misty it was the misty library and it was just like the the individual wings of it. there were wings of it that had like you know these monsters in it or whatever and like ways for you to kind of collect verbs that a, an individual player in the clan could only contain one of at a time sort mm-hmm. of and then there were puzzles in the individual sort of terminals which were like just books and so it was like this is going to be the moby dick dungeon or whatever and so there's you know like the mobs are based on moby dick and then you fight captain ahab or you fight the whale or whatever is the boss of that wing but throughout it there are challenges like challenges like sort of mist style machine puzzles that you need to apply those verbs to and some of them like convert the verbs into other verbs or whatever and and like get higher them and and get higher order verbs but we just never really it just never really coalesced into a thing that was satisfying or seemed like it was going to be fun and there was no content to speak of for it yeah it's not like we threw away a bunch of content yeah like there are a few monsters with name generators or whatever, but they weren't even those weren't all that good. And like there were, there were a handful of items spindled for it. There's like bookmarks and stuff. Yeah. That ended up becoming the way you get around in Dreadsylvania though. Right. Like the, the, the that pencil. idea. Yeah. 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 The ghost pencil where going somewhere, the idea in the mist thing was that you'd, you'd get a bookmark, which would just let you leave 
a choice adventure behind and then go back and go to that choice adventure. So that was so right, you like, could get a new word. Yeah. So you could go like every everyone could get to that choice adventure and bookmark it. And then, all right, now three of us need to go in here and do these individual things at the same time. So then we go back out to the main library, get the right words in our heads, and then go in and use those words on the choice adventure it by using really the bookmark. It sounds really tedious when you describe it that way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's how a lot of the multiplayer interactions in Dreadsylvania are, right? But you don't have to, like, consume a resource to go to it once you've mapped it out. Right. Like, I really like I really works. like that, like, because it, it lets you, it, it may, in, in my mind, at least it made Dreadsylvania feel like more of a place because you could just go to locations, locations in it. Yep. And so there are locations in it, you know, and they have like kind of individual artwork for what they look like and stuff. I don't, I don't know. Like it just, you know, what would be a neat poster actually is like a cutaway map of Dreadsylvania with all of the individual art parts. They're all at different scales, so that would be a little tricky to make, but I think that would be a cool poster. Uh, Gordy says, it is possible to get more than one the one mood ring. What's up with that? Also, the plural is conspicuously boring. Yeah, I fixed that. I fixed the plural at least. Stereotypical character says, have you ever considered making a prismatic elemental airport zone after completing the cold zone in the future? It can combine small elements of each zone, such as the meat farming aspect of Dinzi that are instead less than optimal, allowing access to attributes of each zone. While doing this, it could be less reasonable for optimizers and would bring more of a fun aspect to the game and to the airport. Thanks for reading. P.S. Was it Riff who said that a crushed chili and peanut butter sandwich was amazing? If so, he was totally right. See? See? (laughs) I am not averse to trying it. I still... I, I, we have the we have that spread which is effectively that and it is really good. Do we? Yeah. I am. Um, I never really eat a peanut butter sandwich though. Like it just feels like candy. Just, just have a slice of toast with some spread on it. And you know, good. I had a I was at a continental breakfast the other day and I had a bagel with peanut butter on it because they ran out like there was only enough cream cheese to put on one half of the bagel, and it was okay. It was very chewy. You know, it was chewy. Yeah, yeah. it's really like you put something chewy under something that's chewy i mean you know what's really good is just cream cheese on a ritz cracker and also you're really stoned (laughs) river killer says i just want you to know that i always listen to the podcast to the bitter end just for the sign off best in the business two things one my uh my question about skills that cost adventure stem from a conversation where an eye in yojimbo's law dick stabber extraordinaire i would not characterize yojimbo's law as dick stabber extraordinaire uh, thought those skills could actually be useful if they didn't decrement Ronin count and they would see play all the time. I understand not wanting to allow this as it means balancing skills, but I want it to be more delicious skills to cast and run. I want it for more delicious skills to cast and run. I still don't... They're just explicitly not for you. Oh, the adventure. The skills that cost an adventure. Yeah, yeah. and... Separating those things once means breaking the seal of separating them ever. Hmm. And like, I just kind of don't want to, like, I don't want that to be a thing because then that's a thing that you just have to know about certain things that take adventures. Right. And there's not like a real good way to describe that. to the player either i don't think two are you nervous about the effect of free kills come crimbo seems that that by then people will be able to have thousands of free kill items power pills super duper heated metal to rack up kills with will this be a problem i well i mean you can only use so many power pills in a day and i don't think there's going to be that much super duper heated metal in the game i don't think there's that many people actively farming it you know the fact that it's sort of paywalled to get in there and farm it I think is going to make it available in pretty limited supply. Like you might attribute a lot of stuff to it the way that people attribute a lot of stuff to meat farming in Dinzi, but barf farming. I love that barf farming is now <laughs> the way to make meat. Bar farming. Barf arming. Barf arming. Yeah. I gave my puke a sword. <laughs> Linguini lad says back in the day, you used to broadcast the live show on the stream. What happened to that? I forget why. Well, we don't, 
we didn't want to do it at the exact same time all the time. There were all these fucked up technical difficulties. Getting it out over the Shoutcast station required it to be a much, much lower quality, and we had to do a separate recording. Uh, it, it was just kind of a disaster. I, I, I hated doing it and found it really stressful all the time. Also, the broadcasting software stopped being supported because Shoutcast is really, really dying as a technology, and so there's no money in maintaining any of that stuff anymore. It was like, I don't think that it was actually possible to do from a Windows 7 machine there for a while. Hmm. Um, yeah. Yujimbo's Law says, So KOL Marketplace shows a ton of transactions on consecutive days at 12.26 for basically every item of the month that has abruptly spiked in price in the last few months. Can you tell whether this is one mall bot scanning for cheap items of the month or an artifact of the KOL Marketplace update procedures? As a follow-up to your answer of yes, which is it? <laughs> um, you know, I don't actually know. I don't know anything about KOL Marketplace, and I have not heard anything about any particular mall bots. Um, consecutive days at 12.26 p.m., though, that does seem like a data update thing hmm. also thanks for the missed equivalent of the fake washboard and those absurdly good lava lamps xoxo slaw p.s will you tell us how fun works after the ocrs season ends sure but i think you've already got it damasta says do you think you'll make Puckman's kill screen tradable after the path is over no i don't think so like mm -hmm. if you didn't buy it i want you to regret it <laughs> <laughs> uh rag nymph says Hey guys, could we please get top menu icons made for Coinspiracy, Dinzy Fun Funds, and the new Charters currency? Thank you. Yeah, top one of these menu days. Items. Hmm? Top menu items? Just icons, I think is what he means. Oh, oh, oh. I was like, confused. Gleeb says, two weeks until the next challenge path. <laughs> like, three days. Uh, will it be Unstable Portal Core? No. That's That'd a pretty funny idea, though. Yeah. Although, what is that? Just every time you fight a monster, it's just a different monster? It's just a random... Yeah, you're just progressing through. It's, it, it would be like uh, institutionalizing... Uh, teleportitis? Teleport, yeah, teleportitis. Yeah. That that run did not take as long as I expected it to, and so... That could be an actual thing if we wanted to make it one. I don't know how much fun it would be for people. John DSS challenge path that involves plus candy drops would make it more relevant than just for stocking mimics in the candy witch game. You know, I tried, but then everybody was like, nope, every bit of plus candy drop gear and effects is all out of standard. So like, oh, okay. Well, whoops. All right. And this is Quine telling us about that all joking, a salad thing. Guys, do you want to go get something to eat? Sure. Okay. I think that's a pretty good idea. I've had a great time recording this episode of the Kingdom of Loathing podcast with you, and I hope we do it again real soon. I'll bet we do in a week. Listeners, I hope you'll join us then. And until then, until you then, until then you do, make a hamburger out of farts. Good night. Have a great week, everybody.